1: On the
0: air. It's the Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County.
2: The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman
0: Show is on the air. Now your host, Truman Jones. Good
3: morning, Rutherford County. Uh, we have a special show on today, as usual, when I have Larry and Bobby on, the Stewart <laughs> family. And uh, this is, um, I haven't had you on for a while. It's been, what, three or four weeks because there's so many things going on uh, at, at homes and, and, and stuff like that. But um, you'd be surprised at how many people ask me when you guys are going to be back on. Yeah, I'd be surprised. <laughs> you would be, you would be surprised. I would be surprised. Well, I, I can tell you right now, you guys are popular. You well, really are. It's it's because of the the
4: one on my right here, I guess. But I, before we get started, I listened to the show yesterday. Okay. Bill Spurlock was there. Bill on. Spurlock impressed me big time, and I've known Bill forever. But uh, a lot of times, you think. These old coaches don't know what's going on. Well, they do, and that one does, and I was really impressed. So this show today is going to be for the listeners out there. If you listened yesterday, this is going to be a step down oh, from no. yesterday <laughs> because uh, he uh, I can't imagine what he's going through and the teachers are going through with this pandemic and stuff. And uh, it's just We're doing the best we can, which I think they're doing a great job. And uh, I don't have any kids in school, but I got uh, stolen grandkids in school, and uh, they, uh, especially Addie, they love going to school. They don't like doing it at home. And uh, but uh, Bill Spurlock's doing a great job.
3: You know, when you have these bad times, it could be war times or whatever. The pandemic is almost like wartime. Yes, it is. And you have to have the right leadership w- when all of these things happen. And and I agree with you. Uh, Bill has done a tremendous job. And there's a, there's always something new every day that yep. they're having to deal with. Yeah. And there's always people that can do your job better than you.
4: You, I don't have to tell sheriff sure that, but. Uh, and, you know, right thanks, now.
3: Thanks to social media.
4: Yeah. yeah. That's, that's one of the problems. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that's a great tool if you use it right. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's, everybody needs to be on the same page now. If they're ever going to be, it needs to be right now for the sake of the kids. Yeah. And, uh, you know, uh, drop your own agenda and and get with the program and be on the same page as the superintendent of schools and the school board and and uh, let's get through this thing and we we can do it uh it's going to take a lot of cooperation and uh you know it, we should always have cooperation but right now we
3: really need it you know one thing or one place that you need cooperation is in your home when someone has an accident that is it just completely disabilitated. Hey, you don't have to tell
4: me. I've gone through two hip surges and a heart attack and a broken ankle. And uh, and you I, haven't had any of that. Well, I, I feel like I've had it all. <laughs> and, you know, the sicker they get, the harder they are to please,
3: i found out. Well, she has been so uh, appreciative. Of what you've done for her, oh. she's told me that that well. it, it was it would have been very difficult to have made it to the point where she's almost completely uh, healed up right now. She can do everything but drive,
4: and she thinks that she's going to work on that next week because mm-hmm. Jay'll be here, and he's probably have more uh, patience with her than I would, but uh, she she's getting getting there.
1: I just don't know how much pressure it's going to take. To put on the brakes and the accelerator without flinching and hurting my foot.
4: Yeah. You well, know, you you, just you remember, and I do too, Truman does, when we first got automatic transmission cars. Oh, yes. The cool thing to do was to use your left foot for the brake. Mm-hmm. And your right foot was for gas only. <laughs> and sometimes the starter, you know, when the starter was down under the gas yeah. pedal. But uh, so... I mean, just revert back to your childhood, and you'll be fine.
1: Well, the thing about it, I'm left-handed. I get all these directions (laughs) messed up. (laughs) But I I can practice going up and down the driveway just to see if it's going to hurt because my ankle is still very swollen, and the doctor said that it may take months for that to go down. And my next appointment is February the 4th, and he wanted to... Need to be in a shoe. Well, I'm in my shoe. It's a little uncomfortable, a little tight, but mm-hmm. I'm in my shoe.
3: Now, you you, you have a little bit of uh, an edge. Um, you've got two of a kind. You, you've got Larry and you've got Jenny. And if there's two people more alike than those two, I don't know who they are. But I tell you what, that that girl has a love for her family. No, no, and she she's going to be there no matter what it is. She's taking care of us. Now, she's had the virus and she's been a little
4: out of commission, but uh, the phone still works. And she'll call and get on us about uh, going to Sylvan Park, being around people. Well, I got news for Jenny. I'm not going to crawl under a rock just because there's a, a virus going around. I may die from it, but I'm not going to just. Crawl under a rock somewhere. I think she gets a little mad at me. I, I think she does, and I can understand <laughs> why. Now, what she when she had the virus, she had trouble breathing. Yes. And you wear her out on the telephone. I was concerned about it. I know you were. That's what I tried to explain to her, but. She gets a little of the archie every once in a while. And, uh, but, uh,
1: she, she said it was just easier to text. That didn't yeah, take as well, much energy or breath. That's easy text.
4: for her to say because I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so
3: I don't do it well. Well, you like Big Willie. You can take them, but you don't answer them. Yeah. I I, I can take one finger and hit three keys at one time. I so it yeah. just doesn't oh, yeah. work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well and I, for well, what, what would take me um probably five minutes to talk and get everything said that I needed to get said, it'll take me twenty five minutes to text. I mean it it just doesn't work. I know yeah. and these
1: young people they just have those oh. thumbs going and,
3: yeah. you know,
1: and did but, you take but they uh, abbreviate a lot. We don't know the abbreviations that's true for a lot of these text words. And I always try to use good grammar with the proper uh, commas and periods and all Mm. of that. And I don't think that's necessary when you're texting. Well, they don't do it. (laughs) Read around that, but I just like to put it in proper English and with.
3: Well, you you and Larry are active. I mean, uh, we're not young. Let's face it. We're not we're not seventeen, eighteen years old anymore. And to to have that uh, uh, accident that you had, where you had a couple of breaks in your ankle, and then you have to be laid up, and and you guys were used to going to MTSU ball games and doing all the things that you really wanted to do. How in the world were you able to get through that period, because... It it would drive me nuts. It really Um, would. I had a
1: lot of company that would filter through, and uh, I would be laying in the bed with my ankle up, elevated and iced, and they would just filter through, come through, sit on the foot of our king-size bed and visit with me. My granddaughter... Came here with her children from Oklahoma and uh
3: That was a big help. Wasn't it, it was oh,
1: and I, they would lay in the bed with me and I would read stories to them. There's a hole in the log and the frog in the hole and Oh yeah. I
3: love
4: that one. <laughs> I know Ridge Ridge will say it right along with her. And then and Susie he would just
1: point, point Susie at, will read
4: to him and he'll say That's not like Mimi reads it, Mama. <laughs>
1: So, you know, I had a lot of distractions, yeah. but there were still lonely times. I was officially bored. Anybody that's ever been laid up and you can't have to hop on a, wa- a walker for two months,
3: yeah.
1: can't touch your foot to the floor, uh, I lost my appetite. I just was bored.
3: Well, now, uh, did you read The Big Willie? When he would come in and visit, uh, no, I'm well,
4: sure that would have been entertaining. Well, you have to sit on the bed to get read to,
3: and Willie always stands up. Well, he if, 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 he's, if he's if he's if he's sit on the end of the bed, the other end would come up. right? <laughs> well, not, if I was on the other end, we could about balance.
4: Because <laughs>
1: yeah. when he, he comes,
4: brings, he always brings food. Yeah, and uh, I mean, and it's there. a lot of it.
1: He would come back there and <laughs> lean up against the dresser. For support because of his back and a visit with us, and of course it was social distancing. Yeah, you know, and uh, we were just we're just all struggling to make it through this. We're practicing good hygiene, washing your hands, using hand sanitizer, and uh, wearing masks when we go out. And uh, Jay's coming in Monday. And we're excited about that, and Jan's already set up some rules for us, and no hugging, and I don't know if I can not hug my son, you know?
3: That would be literally Hard, since impossible. I haven't, se- I haven't yeah.
1: seen him since a week before my heart attack last mm-hmm. year.
3: But you're getting ready to get your shot, right? Yes, uh, I am.
1: Uh, well, but, yes, he is. Uh, he. We're both on the list. Mm-hmm. I still haven't made up my mind.
3: Mm-hmm. Now you if you had listened to Dr. Rudd the other day, you would be getting that shot because you have not as far as you know. You you and Larry have not had the virus. No. And and uh, uh the ones who had the virus, you're just as well off not getting the shot from from Dr. Rudd and I believe him more than I would any other uh Well, the doctor. thing about
1: it, I I've, I've done my research on the Internet, Mm -hmm. and none of the research that I have looked at, I'm highly allergic to sulfa drugs, penicillin, all NSAIDs, and aspirin. I want to know how safe I am. Now, Dr.
3: Rudd, if you're listening, give (laughs) us a call.
1: Give us us a free consultation. Each of those, what I just named, affects Mm -hmm. my esophagus, and it swells up and itches all the way down to my digestive tract. So, you know, I want to know, are they going to be prepared for uh, a reaction? Mm -hmm. Are they going to have epinephrine on site? Mm -hmm. And if anybody's out there that can help me with these questions, I'd appreciate it. I'm on the list, but I haven't made up my mind yet.
3: So if you're if you're a good plumber or electrician give Bobby a call. <laughs> there you up. go. Her, her her plumbing is yeah. what's messed up.
1: <laughs> I just uh I'm like my mother, she was highly allergic to penicillin, any of the amoxicillin, oh it tears me up. And uh sulfa drugs, can't take those, can't take any NSAIDs, no ibuprofen, nothing that's got aspirin in it. So uh, What about sulfur water? Tylenol,
4: huh? Well, she's not allergic to that because we had it for about 20 years or 30.
1: <laughs> what did oh, you sulfur say? Sulfur water. Oh, sulfur water.
3: <laughs> oh, I, I'm one of the few people that loves sulfur water. I, I would drink it out of my uh, great grandmother's uh, well. You know, it was it white or black? It, it was uh, dark. Well, it's
4: we had that, and you could have all we had because we we haul water. Now, was that in Kentucky? No, that was here. Oh, really? No, Everybody's yeah. well is good in Kentucky, and you can go 40 feet and hit ocean water. That's why there's so many uh, chicken houses in our Hickman County, Kentucky, because there's plenty of good
3: water. Uh, well, that was almost in Tennessee. Well, I know, I mean, it's but. It's right there on the border. Well, in West Tennessee, I'm yeah. sure it has good water, but right
4: here in Middle Tennessee, uh, there's a lot of us that didn't have good water.
1: We At, lived out there from 1970 to 85 before we got city water.
4: Oh, wow. That's a long time, and you have to change your unit in your water heater every two or three months because that stuff builds up and shorts it out. Your air conditioner goes out. and uh, You're
3: under-consolidated
4: con- uh, now. Oh, I am now. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, man, you talk about a, a celebration. The first night we got it hooked up, Mr. Albert Hollingsworth helped me hook it up, and uh, we we celebrated. We ran water. We all took a bath, <laughs> and uh, we had to share bath water because we didn't have much. And then we dug a new well. We had plenty, but it was also sulfur. But uh, it was it was a celebration, big time at our house.
3: Well, I mean, you you guys have have you, you've moved around a lot now since you've been in Rutherford County. You haven't, I think. Uh, What, Bobby, y'all have lived in two places? Well, uh, three
1: counting the the housing project. But I told you this morning we've owned two homes, Eagle Street and then the one we live in now. Yeah. Not counting the housing project where we lived when he was in school.
3: I love Floration Road area over there. It's beautiful. It's building
4: up. I can remember when we first moved out there and Jan was born. She had cats everywhere, and they'd go across the road, and they and, and they never got run over. And now you'll get run over going to the mailbox. There's so many homes that's been built out there.
1: And I'm they, surprised and they I drive it did. so me fast too. down that road. It just scares me to death.
3: I, we, I always drive. A, I will drive. I, I will Lower my speed I will lower it under 80 When I go past well, the route Well that's mighty nice <laughs> Well I tell yeah.
1: you what During deer season You better lower it Because I'm telling you We have seen the deer this year
3: Oh they're everywhere They are yeah. When when I, On Manchester Highway it, Even during that time Especially when it's dark I, I drive slower than I'll drive At any mm-hmm. other time Strictly because of the deer yeah. if It's you see, unbelievable
4: If you see eyes And your headlights More than likely, they're going to come across the road. So you better be
3: on the alert. Now, being a great basketball player like you were, um, and tell me how you would rate MTSU girls basketball this year. Because it's my understanding they have got something special going there. Uh, I think you're right.
4: Uh, And uh, they've got... Because they depend on Anastasia Hayes, yeah. and, and I can't blame anybody for that. But, you know, she's five foot six or 7 or whatever, mm-hmm. and she'll get her 30 points probably. But she has to really work to get them. But everybody else this year is chipping in. Uh, Alexis Whittington, mm-hmm. she's an entirely different player than she was last year. Yeah. Courtney Whitson, uh, you know, and, and the big girls, they're, they're doing their part. And uh, it's just the, the girl from old Miss. Uh, she's getting coming into her own now, and uh, uh, we're we're really good. And I wish we could go see them. And I'm hoping that maybe in another couple of weeks uh, we'll be going. I'm seeing more on TV like when Kentucky plays. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll have 20,000 fans probably. Well, if they can do it, we can do it. I saw, I saw them playing who was in Alabama or somebody the other night. And, they got uh, beat bad by Bama. Oh, well, they're getting beat bad by everybody. And uh, this it's sort of like this virus in education. Everybody needs to cooperate. Mm-hmm. They don't have that. As the superstars, the first one gets it, goes down there and slings it up. And it's getting better. But... Uh, it's never going to be as good as it was because they're out there for themselves. And I a,
3: was a Kentucky fan, but uh, not anymore. You know, I was uh, thinking the other day, you've got one girl, uh, you've got two or three that are not even from this country, yep. and, and one of them is from Russia. And is it right that the, the uh, referees are trying to find out uh what she's actually saying to them when she's not real happy. Don't make any difference. It doesn't <laughs> not, not to me, it the
4: referees are supposed to I mean she's supposed to keep her mouth shut and not say anything uh, derogatory towards them and I think if she did said that in Russian they'd understand and put the T wow. on her so yeah. that's that's uh, Rick's not gonna let that happen.
3: Tell me about Bobby uh Tell me about what you see with this girls' team because I know that everywhere I go, that seems to be the topic as far as sports is concerned well, is how, how the girls are really doing well and how well, Rick is doing gonna, a great job. I was going to
1: look up some stats, but my phone, Safari can't find what I want, so uh, what? I'm just I'm just talking about the games in Miami. Mm-hmm. The first game down there had me scared. Of course, we listened on WGNS, mm-hmm. and uh, we only won by four points. Uh, we were leading by one, I think, and then Deja Gage hit a three-pointer out of the corner, which mm-hmm. made us win by four. They had the ball, but I think they lost it out of bounds right there at the end. So we won that game by four. And I'm, I may not be correct in everything I'm saying, mm-hmm. but then the next game we showed out. We made, what did I say? Sixteen three-pointers. Three three-pointers.
3: That's unreal.
1: I know. And uh, everybody was hot. Everybody played well. Um, I think both of the Whittingtons played that game. Courtney showed out. And what gets me with the Hayes girls – they are not afraid to drive to the basket with these tall ones down there guarding the basket because they can cut mm-hmm. like a hiccup yeah. to either the right or left side of the basket to get a layup. I've never seen two little girls. I'm, I don't know. What are they?
4: I'd say five, five six six, six. We'll catch them.
1: And mm. uh, they can drive to that basket and have a couple of girls on them, and they will cut to the free side, and make that layup?
4: I think the big girls are so used to this blocking straight up mm-hmm. that they do not used to anybody cutting like the Hayes girls do. Mm-hmm. And uh, they get in there, and, and
3: they get it off. I don't know how, but I'm glad they do. And Have you seen a team at MTSU that has the length that those girls have this year? Uh, not since the Anne Marie Lanning, Jackie Pickle, Brandy Brown, Alicia
4: Clark team uh they were like that yeah and I, I always made this statement jackie pickle was the toughest skinny girl i've ever seen and you were going you and jackie were going back yeah. then and uh man she got hit at the scorer's table one night and turned her around about four times and i thought well she's out for good and she just got up and come back shot her foul shots went on about her business and, yeah. uh, but that was a fun team to watch
1: We've had some great teams since yeah. we've been going to the basketball games as far as girls. And
3: uh, I thought Aunt Marie would end up coaching. I really did. She yeah. would have been a great one. And uh, I
4: can't say enough, and I've said this before. If anybody's tired of hearing it, I'm sorry. But when uh, the Stewart girl got killed but right yes. before the— a tournament in Hot Springs. Yes. We didn't know where we was going to go or not, and the players decided we want to go. Well, when they got over there, everybody was wanting to ask questions and stuff. Anne Marie Lanning took over, and I've never been as proud of Rutherford County education in my life as I was. For her, as a senior in college, to show the class and that she showed, it's just, I've never seen it before. And uh, I'm so proud of her, and I'm sure uh, Mike and Ms. Lanning are proud of him too
3: you know i i would and and y'all watch uh you've uh been more into it than i have but uh i would watch rick over there call her over and he he would be giving her an education during the whole <laughs> yeah. game and it, it was almost like he's going to mold her into being one of the top coaches in this well, country you you have those kind when you're a, a player the coach is always right. Yeah.
4: And the coach, I've never seen one that didn't, will pick one to get on the most. Mm-hmm. It's usually a guard. Yeah, uh, That was my role in junior college. Uh, of course, you know, now if they get mad, they just say, well, I'm going to transfer. Mm-hmm. Well, back in the 60s, you didn't do that. Yeah. And I had one other option, and that was that the coach had a bus ticket for me back to Clinton, Kentucky. So I had to take it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they don't—they don't know how to take it now. But I was used to it at home. Uh, my daddy stayed on me because I needed somebody to stay on me. Yeah. But uh, Anne Marie
3: was—we uh, never had another one like her. You still got someone at home. At, at I do. I can't—I can't, can't outgrow it.
1: <laughs> and she
3: learned from the
4: best. I'll tell you that.
1: I just want to tell everybody that our next games are the 15th and the 16th. The girls will play Southern Miss here, and the boys will play Southern Miss there in yeah. Hattiesburg. Yes. And then our rivals, this was going to be a test of our team. We play Western at Western on the 22nd They're at
4: 6 o'clock. Yeah, that's a hard place for us to play, yeah. Uh,
1: so that will be a true test, cause I think in the conference we're undefeated so far.
3: That's correct. So. Well, you were talking about. Uh, Maybe Florida Atlantic might have beat us. I don't know. Coaches and uh, and the players, um, and what you said was absolutely correct. Of course, but you you have such a, a a way of looking at these things. You know, Pat Summit. Would work on her guards usually more than anyone else because they pretty much were the engineers of what yeah, what would they were, be going they were the on, coach the on the floor. And, and she's got one of her uh, guards that's the the uh, head coach at UT now, and she's doing a really she great is, job. And I can remember when she played, whew, Pat Summit stayed on her.
4: Oh, I mean, but it was relentless. Pat Summit knew what she's doing because she made a great player out of her. Yeah, and now she is. She still remembers Pat Summit, and that's why she's such a good coach.
3: And I think we're starting to see some of that. Uh, in fact, a lot of it with Rick, and he has great support in in this community. I wish these students would be more support. Of course, they you, you you can't. You've got to have social distancing now in and, and, and are are they even allowing no. the the, no. the fans no. no uh
1: they're according to what I've read they're allowing the families of the players the coaches staff mm-hmm. and uh very few f- other people yeah in the gym and, uh, if you look at the recap of the plays on social media, mm-hmm. you can see they've got cutouts at different places of the players and.
3: Uh, why why don't they have cutouts of of the the uh, members here of the community <laughs> that that are just great supporters? I mean, and I can remember uh, I would know 90% of the fans that w- that would be there watching the yeah. games. Yeah, right. I don't
1: I don't know that may be a. Uh, a cost issue
3: back to the
4: students Mm -hmm. you know even before the pandemic they didn't go like they should Mm -hmm. Uh, and and, uh, you know but they would have a a fraternity night Mm -hmm. and at the end students would be packed and I'm thinking why don't you have more fraternity and I don't care if you have to have if you've only got three have have them every third game or something but uh, when I was over there you know, we went to everything because it was free. Well, it's still free for the students. But you are supporting your university. Well, yeah, but, yeah. you know, we when I was over there, there was no money. So we had to do stuff that didn't cost anything. We went to track meets. We went to baseball. We went to everything. And uh, now the, the students just seem to have th- more important things to do to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, I can't see it but, you know, the, of course, you got 500 channels on your TV now with a basketball yeah. game. You can yeah. watch anywhere, but I'd rather watch Middle Tennessee than anybody else, especially in person.
3: Just something about it. I, I used to love to watch sports on television, but uh, the announcers and everything have changed so much. I, I would, If I'm watching a game, uh, 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 football or, or a basketball game, on television, I cut the sound off. Me too. I cannot stand it. I mean, uh, they're they're ruining sports. They really are. And and, and what we have just taken for granted—the love of the players and everything—it's not that way anymore. No, and it's
4: there's no loyalty. All the players think that this is a platform for me to show what I believe in, and a lot of it. They, they don't, don't know what they're talking about. That's exactly right. And uh, so I don't, I don't watch it because of that. Uh, you just take the Kyrie Irving thing. He's a big pro guy. Well, he's been missing in action. He hadn't played in like five or six games. Family issues. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just mad about something. And they'll say, well, when they hired the coach, they didn't consult me. Well, they don't have to consult me. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's Chris Sorrow's job. You know, now, if he asks me, I'll be glad to give him my opinion, but uh, he's more than likely not going to ask me because if he asks me, he's got 10,000 other ones he's got to ask. But it just aggravates me to death that these big, hot-shot basketball players think that they're above everybody else. Yeah. And, you know, King James, you know, he's best player it's ever been probably. But uh, uh, he's not near as good to me as Michael Jordan was because Michael Jordan played and kept his mouth shut.
3: Yeah, I, I miss those days. And to, to be perfectly honest with you, um, what we're seeing today is, is, is almost like a revolution or a, yeah. a revolt or, or whatever. Get the politics out of it. And I don't really care what they think, to be perfectly honest with you. We all have our opinions, and we don't have to.
1: Uh, we just want to see a good yeah. game and um uh, like you say, keep the politics out of everything.
3: Yeah. Could you imagine Pat no. had summit
1: Mm-mm. if
3: they had uh, refused to stand during the national anthem, well, there would be a war right there at that particular season. They would have been sitting, but they'd been sitting
4: in the stands the next game, I yeah. guarantee And that's the way it should be. Yeah. Well,
1: I tell you, I, I read her book, Sum It Up. Yeah. Wonderful book. I'm mm-hmm. telling you, she was tough on those girls, but she loved every one of them.
3: She, well, she loved her daddy probably more than anything,
1: yes. and he
3: was the tough one in the family. Right. Yes. That's right. I was sitting at the state tournament one night
4: because <clears throat> I went over there because I had heard about Brandy Brown. And I had and I had seen her play mm-hmm. in high school, and I didn't think I didn't know she could move out there to 40 feet and shoot it. Uh, so I said, Well, she won't ever make. But I was at the state tournament, and Pat Summitt's niece was playing for the next county out of Nashville, whatever. And so she was there. Mm-hmm. And of course, every kid in the stands saw her, and they wanted her autograph. And they came over there, and the cops came and said, No, y'all leave her alone. And Pat said, I'll sign them all. Sit right there and signed everyone. And Special. some of them didn't even know who she was. They were just told who she was. Yeah. But I thought, now you know what? Uh, I couldn't see John Calipari doing that. You to...
3: no, got a caller? Want Now we got a. They've been waiting for us to go to a break. Oh, so they're we, gonna break. we We can go in. Now. Yeah. All right.
0: From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard.
2: Precision Air knows you want the air inside your home as safe and clean as possible. Clean the air in your home with an affordable UV system. WGNS listeners get $50 off 615-930-0088. A whole house air purifier. 615-930-0088. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others
1: won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work or saving for the future, let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender.
5: What's the best-kept secret in Murfreesboro? Well, it's Steered Straight Thrift Store. A nonprofit company where every purchase has a purpose to help fight addiction and suicide and educate our youth, parents, and the community on the dangers of drugs. Come see us at 845 Middle Tennessee Boulevard, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, Sunday on 12 to 5. Our phone number is 615 396 8987. God bless.
3: Hey, Bargain Hunters, listen up. This is Rodney French from French's Shoes and Boots. If bargain prizes
5: is what you want, come to French's and shop our everyday bargain racks. These shoes and boots are out of the boxes and are always 50 to 90% off the regular retail prices. Shoe brands like
3: Cole Hunt, Joseph Seibel, Clark's, Nike, and more. Boot brands like Justin, Ariat, Corral,
4: Chippewa, Dan Post, and many more. Out of the box, but 50 to 90% off every day. That's
3: French's Shoes and Boots.
4: French's Shoes and Boots. 1837 South Church Street in
0: Murfreesboro now an update from the wgnsradio.com
2: news center i'm ron jordan dr mark gagne has been named as the first principal of plainview elementary school it's the newest rutherford county school set to open in august of 2021 rutherford county school plans a multi-school complex at the plainview site which is near the Eps Mill road interchange on i-24 the elementary school is the first school in that plan the Tennessee Regional Ebook and Audiobook Download System, better known as Reads, announced that they have achieved record breaking four million nine hundred and fifty seven thousand digital ebook, audiobook, magazine, and video checkouts in twenty twenty. Tennessee Reads was once again one of Overdrive's most used digital library services. Overdrive is the world's leading digital reading platform for libraries and schools. Last year, Reads had the fourth highest number of checkouts worldwide and was the Southeast number one library system. Tennessee ranks fifth in overall cost of smoking. Finance website WalletHub published its Real Cost of Smoking report. It estimates that in a lifetime, the total cost for a smoker in Tennessee, including lost income, is over $1.7 million. For long-term smokers, lost income is estimated at just under $485,000 in a lifetime. A state representative wants a statue of a Tennessee music and entertainment icon commissioned for the Capitol grounds. Representative John Windle introduced the House Bill 135 yesterday to create an account within the state general fund for design and construction of a statue of Dolly Parton. Windle says the statue would be financed by grants, donations from the state and from private donors. When news breaks, we tweet it. Follow us at WGNS Radio or log on to Facebook.com slash WGNS Radio. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand
0: at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Have you been hoping to win $1,000 a day every day for the rest of your life with the added excitement of a chance to win instantly? Well, with Cash for Life with Quick Cash, today could be your lucky day. Give it a try. Simply add Quick Cash to your next Cash for Life purchase for a chance to win instantly. But wait, there's more. Then watch the nightly Cash for Life drawing to see if you win $1,000 a day or week for life. Cash for Life with Quick Cash, only from the Tennessee Lottery. Game-changing fun. Please play responsibly.
4: Somewhere out there, a math teacher's school loans were forgiven, allowing her to focus on paying
1: it forward, not back.
0: Somewhere out there, a parent is breathing easier, knowing their child's college education will cost a little less. Somewhere out there, a Hope Scholarship just helped a student open the door to a brighter future.
1: And they all have players like you to thank for the $5.5 billion raised for education. Because every time someone plays the Tennessee Lottery, education wins. The Tennessee Education Lottery. Game-changing, life-changing fun weather. Listen live to WGNS radio on our website and Alexa or Google devices. Search WGNS radio for on demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSradio.com. The sky has become mostly sunny here this afternoon with a high into the mid
4: 50s. Southwest winds of 5 to 15 miles per hour, gusting as high as 25.
5: I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's
4: 33. I mean, they were all. When the game was over, they'd come up into stands. Thank us for
0: coming. And now back to Truman Jones, and we're trying to clear up some of these audio difficulties. But Truman, you're back on the air.
3: All right. We're, we're back, and we have seen a lot of great players uh, in all sports uh, through here. And uh, let's just go MTSU right now. Who is the best male basketball player? In your judgment, and of course, we we don't. I mean, we we have no way of really. You you hear them say, "Oh, this is the greatest player I've ever seen." Blah blah blah, the greatest player ever. And look how many decades of sports that we've been having. Uh, basketball and football and and all of the things that have gone on I I, I go all the way back to Bill Russell and a lot of players will say who in the world is Bill Russell I mean the guy was known, yeah and in in the 50's uh, we were very fortunate to be able to follow a lot of those players but the game has changed so much that uh, you know you really can't tell who uh, you just have to say who is the best player that that during the 1930s or the 40s or the 50s? But overall, they shouldn't even be judging that. No. Oh, uh, well, you asked me a question and yeah. I'm going to answer. It. Okay. Now, and I'm I take into
4: consideration that they stayed and graduated, mm-hmm. and they've done a lot, done something for the universities since they've been out. Yeah. And uh, my number one pick would be Sleepy Taylor. Uh, he was a great guy,
3: a great ambassador to MTSU. He was going to play for our sheriff's department team when we were playing. I think it was the fire department. Well, I could see y'all going out. But but he he's one of those people that would volunteer.
2: That's to do exactly right.
4: And uh, I had his uh, his nephew in school, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you something. First thing Sleepy told me, he said he don't know how to act, but he's going to learn. Yeah, and. Uh, Sleepy and I got it through to him, and he turned out to be a, a real good kid. But Sleepy Taylor was, I mean, they were a lot of good players. Jimmy Martin, uh, you know, uh, Boogie Yates, they were a lot of good players. But Sleepy Taylor, I think, did more for the university, and people enjoyed watching him play. And, uh, you know, the Tim Cissonaires, they were a lot of good
3: players. But uh, I, I would take Sleepy. You know, a, a lot of people would emulate... Their star basketball yeah. or football player, and, and and they could do so much for each community if they would just take the time and the thoughtful process of doing it. Yeah, well, you know, back when I was a kid, I wanted to be Elgin Baylor.
4: Uh, oh, he, he was good. He was, but you didn't see much of him because he played out on the West Coast. But if you ever got a chance to watch him, I mean you would love Oscar Robson was another one mm-hmm. uh, of course Larry Bird comes in there and uh,
3: he's he was one of the all-time favorites magic he, he, Johnson yeah but, uh, but that's what that's what kept it going though, oh yeah. with basketball was Johnson and bird that's right they're their rivalry yeah and I'm not going to
4: say which one is the best <clears throat> Larry bird won more championships with boston Than he won with uh, LA, but anyway, they were both great players. Now, if you don't where you remember this or not, but when he Magic was at Michigan State, they played in the region regional tournament out here. I saw it, and well, it was showtime. Yeah. Well, and then Notre Dame was there, and Digger Phelps was a coach, and he had a boombox, you know, and he did everything—not like it's supposed to be done—but he won. But it was that was
3: a real week for MTSU. And I think one thing that uh, about uh, Johnson and and Bird was that they were class people. They were. I mean, uh, there there was never any negative things going on at that time with those two, and and you, every every seat was filled and packed during that particular era. It, it just made more sense. And now the the NBA is not that popular anymore. Uh-uh. It's not, and that's all because of. Uh, Politics.
4: Yeah, and uh, back with the era we're talking about with Bird and Magic Johnson, they played every game. Mm -hmm. You know, they might be hurt, but it wasn't. It wasn't that uh, they were disgruntled. They were, if they were hurt, they couldn't play. But they played every game. So if you went to a game, and we used to go to the Memphis Grizzlies games a lot because our old junior college coach owned a Cadillac dealership in Memphis, and those players drive Cadillacs yeah. so he didn't get a lot of money to get in so he had tickets and we would go and uh, we sat right behind Jerry West one game because he was the the general manager or something and I yeah. thought my god Mike I said here where's there's the guy that we all wanted to be like when we were at, at Etiwama Junior College was Jerry West and uh but it's 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 changed Truman and and it's not for the best
3: you know I remember um uh, when Chamberlain started playing back in, in those those days, and I think he was probably the tallest player on on the court at, 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 was that, at time. that time, and, and uh, uh, he and Bill would, when they would be up against each other, it it, it was it was just like this has got to be something special. I've got to watch it because Chamberlain would just rip everybody apart. Except Except Russell. Except Russell. You know, Wilt got 100 points in one game,
4: and I read a book on him or something, and he said that he had probably had 40,000 people to come up to him and say, Wilt, I was there the night you scored 100. Yeah. Wilt said there wasn't 2,000 people in the gym. So (laughs) there's 38,000 people are lying because he said they didn't see it because they wasn't there.
3: It's amazing how just – one or two or three people can change the entire yeah. game, isn't it? They could. Yeah. They could take it over. Have you ever seen the lack of um, uh, what we used to have referees do on the court? I have never seen so many violations on the court that they'd never see. Well, uh, you can double dribble. I mean, you you, you can walk uh, six or seven steps if you're a great ball player. Oh, yeah, if you're LeBron James or mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving or somebody. I remember when they came out
4: and said, listen, the NBA has been palming, as we call palming the ball, mm-hmm. for years and years. We're going to put a stop to that. They're not. We're going to call it. They hadn't called it yet. And you watch. They'll just stand out the court and dribble and just turn it over and turn it over. Never caught it. Yeah. But
3: if they do, uh, they don't have a game. Would you like, have liked to have been a pro basketball player? Well, when I got out of school... Because you were a really good ball player. Well, back then the NBA wasn't
4: like it is now. Yeah. The Each college was zoned to a certain NBA team. Depending on where you went to college, it's the team that owns you. So the team that I would have played for would have been the St. Louis Hawks. And I could have gone and tried out. And all I'd had to do was beat out Bob Pettit to get to play. Well, <laughs> oh, that would have been no problem. I didn't feel like that was in my best interest. <laughs> and then I had a chance. Uh, the, the Harlem Globetrotters contacted me, and I'm sure that's because Ken
3: Tricky played for them, and then yeah, you know, I told him I didn't feel like I qualified. Would you have played for Washington or, or, or the Harum, uh The Washington. Eldred? I found out. I told
4: him I didn't qualify to play for the Globetrotters. And he said, we take a team to play against the Globetrotters, <laughs> and we pick specialists, and we want you to come. All you got to do is shoot the long shot. I said, I can do that. And Truman, they, they, they're going to pay me $10,000 a year at all expenses and go everywhere. And you talk about a great job. But I was married, and I said I made a commitment on June the seventh, nineteen sixty-two, that I'd be with her every, all I could. The right choice, and I think I think that's right. So yeah. But I started out teaching for thirty-eight hundred dollars, <laughs> <laughs> And so that was, uh, and you know I had to had to fill out an expense account to get my
3: five hundred dollar coaching stuff.
1: I appreciate the pay cut. <laughs>
3: well, well. All right, we got a caller on the line. Caller, welcome aboard with Bobby and Larry.
5: Good morning, Truman. It's uh, good to get a chance to hear your program this morning. We can't I, hear. Appreci- I, appreci- I appreciate your uh, guests you got today. They uh, they do a good job on your show, and I love to hear them. And I'm still waiting for you to get old McNabb on there. I hope I can hear you the day that you get old McNabb on there. And we'll get him on. I him. Yeah, I hate I missed Mr. Spurlock yesterday. I-, I hope he hangs in there. With that school new school board, you know, they made a comment about the good old boys is gone. You know, they shouldn't have ever made that comment to the public. So we'll just have to see how it pans out with this new school board. Uh, I'll say we're in for trouble. But, you know, that's the way we are in Washington, D.C. You know, Nancy's Nancy's our president. You know, she rules a roost. And Sleepy Joe gets in there, she will rule a roost. So uh, take care of your... Yes, you got today. I always love to hear them. They do a good job. Keep yeah, up the good work, comment.
3: Thank thank you very much. Uh I uh I've got a text. Terry Hodge, you're doing a fine job today. You and Larry need to hush for a little bit. Uh and uh, he's pretty much saying We need to let Bobby have more time. Well, you tell Mr. Hodge that we're getting that
4: firsthand. We've been (laughs) told to hush from somebody sitting right here at the table. But it means more coming from Hodge. Hodge. (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, I've enjoyed y'all talking about the good old days I mean, I hope people don't get tired of us talking about the good old days
3: but If they do, that, we can't that's, come That's the best
4: message <laughs> <don't>. there is <laughs> I
1: know I you, mean,
3: you know, it, it's like a little uh, sip of medicine When you go back and remember the golden days, which I think were the golden days, and we're talking about the late 40s, 50s, and into the 60s, um, we were not as um, hard to get along with back then. I mean... People love to see each other and, and sit down and on the porch and and have a nice conversation and and uh, I know that there are still people that are very close. They they love each other, but we get so much noise and backlash from. The other people that are fighting each other unhappy and and whatever and um, our, uh, it's hard to it's hard to deal with those things well, you
1: look at our social media back yeah. then, it was pretty much face to face yeah one on one right we didn't have all of this technology to build on, and yeah. I think that with this new technology we're reaching out further and further.
3: That's our real pandemic.
1: I I think so. It really is. You know, if you condense it down to your immediate area, Mm -hmm. it's easier to live with. Yeah. You can kind of see where we're going with it, but if you expand that out to take in other states and other areas, uh, I find that mind boggling. Mm -hmm. I, I can't. I can't identify. Mm-hmm. I want to stick in my area, do what I can for my area. You know, uh, and I talked to the lady this morning about their lending library, and mm. I've got some very good books, uh, historical fiction. I'm going to box them up and bring them up here.
3: At the, Adams Place?
1: Yes, in mm-hmm. Adams Place because it's about things that happened a long time ago that some of these elderly people can identify with oh yeah you know and i've got the have you seen the new tom hanks movie i have okay i've got that book are you interested in reading the book
3: yeah okay I, I'd i'll like bring to read that it.
1: to you and then when you finish you can give it to them
3: is it in big print yes, yes. reading glasses come with it don't <laughs> Oh, no. Even with my reading glasses, uh, Larry, I-, I can't read the normal print and in the book. I've got
1: historical... I'm going f- to
3: my eye doctor today, though. I've
1: got, I love historical fiction. The historical part is that these events really happened. Right. The fiction part is that they had to make up people that lived during this history because mm-hmm. none of those people are still alive. Yeah. And a lot of it is concerning the Holocaust. And a lot of it is concerning, one book is concerning the sinking of a passenger ship Mm -hmm. that was bigger than the Titanic. Yeah. Killed more people than the Titanic because they, have, they were loading at refugees mm-hmm. from a port somewhere over in around Germany or so forth. And the people just kept begging to come on board, come on board, come on board. And the, a Russian submarine found them and shot the ship. Mm-hmm. And it told how many people died, but it was more casualties than the Titanic. And I, had, did, I did not know that. So you learn that these events did happen, but they had to come up with characters to finish the story. So that is the part that's fiction, but the true part is the events happened. Mm -hmm. And I've got several of those books, and I think that the elderly people here might enjoy reading that.
3: Yeah, and everybody will look at it with a different thought. Yes. And if, you, if you're if you around when these particular uh, incidents, events happen, uh, you see it in a different uh, uh, context. Just like uh, they do, uh, they talk so much here in, in, in the war because, you know, the northern mm-hmm. aggression was down in here and can you imagine living during that time when you own little small farms and you're working hard just to stay alive and then this war comes through and just uh, obliterates everything that you've ever loved and the things that you have worked for and you have no uh, uh, game in the political game going on in Washington and and some of the other places. It's just that... uh, You know, life is different when you have it in, say, in the context of Murfreesboro and Rutherford County where you have grown up, and we don't have those situations here that they do in California and New York. Each state is its own little country, and wouldn't it be nice if we we, we could just run each state as it's alone from everything else? It, it,
1: well, I learned so much. We went out to Stones River Battlefield. My grandson had to go out there and do a paper mm-hmm. on it, so I went with him, and I just went in that... Area where they've got all the pictures and they show the, the wars and the battles mm-hmm. that were fought here and everything. And one thing that I learned that I took away from that was that the, the slaves mm-hmm. were freed by the northerners. But I felt sorry for them because the northerners burned the plantations where these people were making were existing i'm not saying making a living they were existing and turned them out on the road yeah so you know even though the south lost the war the slaves lost too they lost what existence that they knew with no one there to pick them up and help them Start over someplace else. So if you've never been to the battlefield and never read all this stuff, I suggest you go because it shows that everybody lost
0: yeah. during
1: the Civil War. Everybody lost.
3: History is not always exactly mm-hmm. like it's uh, been told all the way down. should not be the the division uh, that know. we've had uh, in the last 10 12 years that we've seen going on with all the rancor and the hatred that that's going on that shouldn't be we're living in today's world and everybody has to learn how to get along uh, that's the only people, way we we can uh, survive
1: those people that were escaping the potato famine yeah england and ireland yeah oh uh, they more or less came over as indentured servants
3: yeah, they did. for
1: 10 years or more in order just to gain passage on the ship. So, yeah. you know, they had a hard life because when you're indentured to someone else, you're pretty much a slave. Yeah to what they want you to do and sometimes they'll say you do this for five or seven years and then I'll give you two or three four acres of your own to farm well that wasn't written down I don't think and notarized or whatever you want to call it so when that time ended they might have found out that they owed this man more years of being indentured. Mm-hmm. So nothing was in concrete. So, uh, you know, uh, the slaves weren't the only ones. We had the Irish. You know,
3: yeah, the, they were the all, American. when they came over during that time, they were automatically drafted mm-hmm. into the service. And look how many of them lost their lives. And they thought they were coming to a, a new country where they can um, utilize their uh, talents, their special mm-hmm. gifts, mm-hmm. To, to make a living.
1: And look at the American Indians. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just a sad thing uh, down through history. Yeah. Uh,
3: what, what? Nothing. Nothing's perfect, and no. and people who are trying to um, uh, attack, you know, our leaders who who uh, developed this country, the Constitution. I mean, it, they were they were extremely special people during that time, and, and because but none of them were perfect. No one is perfect, and when you just try to uh, focus on things that probably uh, or it wouldn't be okay during this particular time and era. You cannot do that because each uh, decade and in, in each uh, group of people, they're different as they continue, but we're supposed to learn. And one of the things that we need to have focused on more than anything is that people are getting along better for the most part and and, and they, they love our country and they should love all of the veterans over the years many of them have paid the ultimate price uh, to make this country free. And, and if you're going to be attacking them, I mean the leaders and, and the people who developed this country in a way that it should have been developed, then
1: I think you need
3: a layoff.
1: I think we've lost yeah. the original concept yeah. of the United States of America. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's sad that we can't depend on the leaders we've got in Washington now to follow the original constitution. Mm-hmm. They keep wanting to do away with it. Yeah. And uh I just think that we need mm-hmm. to go back to square one and start over. Our leaders in Washington are uh I don't want to be mean. I just want to say they're just wanting to make their own pockets. Yeah. Richer. And yeah. that's sad.
3: It is That's sad. sad. And
1: they're the, not working for the common man like me and you anymore.
3: I think there's an erosion going on in our country right now. And just like Khrushchev said, we we would never attack the United States. It's too powerful. But yeah. we will go in and 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 take over. By utilizing underground methods, which that's exactly what's going on right now, well, here. and the know, people can't—they can't see it.
1: Larry had a cousin who was a lot older than us, Monroe, and he told his children many years ago. He said, "It won't take any outside nation to do us in. We will do ourselves in yeah. from the inside out," yeah. and it's exactly what's happening.
3: Well, we're out of time, guys, just oh, yeah. when the conversations were getting serious.
1: I know, <laughs> and I probably stepped on some toes, but I can't help it. That's just my opinion, and I'm entitled to it.
3: And, and, and opinions, are uh, uh, w- the w- when you're thinking of what's best for everybody and the nation as a whole, uh, that's the direction we need to go. So, hey, guys, um, we'll have uh, music on tomorrow. That's right. And uh, do y'all want to say goodbye to anybody or anything in particular?
1: Um, just say hello to Jan, hello to Jay. I
3: that, that, both uh, of them in son a couple and daughter, of days. Son yes. and daughter. Yes. And I'm so glad that Jan is doing better. Uh, yes. That makes me feel she better. She
1: is out of quarantine and uh, I think she goes back to work Fridays. They're still on a kind of work at home, work at work mm-hmm. schedule. As far as I know with the bank. So. And
3: Rodney seems to be uh, so wore out. Is that because Janney's not there like, take care of all she hadn't business? She had not been right in there to
4: take care of all of his business. Yeah. <laughs> Her and Cynthia...